0: Welcome, 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 bienvenue, bienvenido, and malikayang pagdating to the Funk and Marie podcast. My name is Marie, and I am your podcast host here in Funk and Marie. I'll be sharing my personal story, uh, best practices, knowledge, and experience with you on the areas of culture, art, business, and psychology. And today, I would like to elaborate on the topic, inclusiveness, how to make people feel included. Now, this topic is something that is one of the buzzwords of 2023 and also from the previous years. A lot of organizations and businesses out there, even the Create Dedicated departments and leadership positions for diversity equity and inclusion or DEI but what i observe is not all organizations businesses and individuals who claim to support diversity equity and inclusion actually live and breathe it and practice they might be sharing inspirational quotes on linkedin and their feed or on instagram but when you are actually with them in real life scenarios where they could actually demonstrate how inclusive they are they do not show that so it's important that we differentiate between establishing a department and positions dedicated to diversity, equity, and inclusion, and posting inspirational quotes on it, and positioning ourselves as people who support this ideology, and actually living and breathing it, implementing it into practice. Because these are two different things. You have to be able to walk your talk. So, I can see a lot of organizations out there that have this DEI department and DEI leader, but there is still a great number of people, more people than none at all, that feel excluded, either because they don't feel represented enough as a person of color, POC, or they do not feel represented enough when it comes to uh, being queer being a part of the lgbtqia community or uh, not feeling represented as someone with mental health challenges or with a uh, diagnosed mental health disorder uh, because people make them feel devalidated um, to some degree by only showing role models in leadership positions that are actually white, straight, neurotypical and who do not display any any intention to make other people feel included, people that are minorities basically. And I feel we should As individuals but also as business people ensure that we actually live and breathe what we promote, that we track the success of diversity, equity, and inclusion activities, if we have any events on that, maybe launch surveys amongst employees if they feel that those events, those actions that were put into place were actually helpful and that they feel that there is more conversation around diversity right now, and also to open up a conversation with people on what they need, what they would wish to happen for them to actually feel included. I've been speaking a lot about organizations and about the business or work life, but the same thing applies to our personal lives as well. Let's imagine we have a circle of friends Uh, And we have known these people since high school. And then there are new people coming into this circle of friends that maybe moved from far away to our city. And they were looking for friends. And we got a great connection with, with each other. And now we are spending time together. And now they're about to become a part of our circle of friends. You know, to make them feel included every time we refer to inside jokes or to anything that has happened in the past, to keep them updated so that they're on the same page like us. For example, you're making a joke with one of your friends that you have known since high school and that new person in your circle does not know about this just give them a short summary of a few words or lines what your inside joke actually is about now if you're speaking one-on-one with that person who you have known for a very long time and the new person is not hearing it you don't have to summarize and keep them updated on the same page all the time and if these are like minor things that are rather irrelevant to that new person you don't have to do it it should not feel like an annoying obligation, but it should be something that you love doing so the new person feels included. So all in all, as a foundation, what I would just like to say is let's not just talk about inclusiveness. Let's actually be mindful that we're actually putting actions into place that make us inclusive in action if that makes sense so yeah um and that starts off with the mindset the mindset that we intrinsically want to be inclusive we are adults and it has to come from us our parents our managers are not those who are our babysitters that are responsible and accountable for making us more inclusive but at the end it's us and that happens through us being proactive taking the initiative that whenever there is a new person in our circle or a person which not be might not be typical compared to the others in terms of their culture in terms of their gender identity um or in terms of their educational background their previous experience if we're in the workplace for example it's us to approach people and to be the one to make that change that we want to see in the world i think that that was a quote by by gandhi (laughs) I just stole that, Uh, and it's important for us to do that. So how do we actually do that in practice, right? So I started off with the mindset, the mindset of us taking the responsibility to be be the one who want to make a change, not to wait for other people to be the ones who are inclusive, to be the ones who are making the first move, for us to actually do it. But how do we do it in practice? after we gain that mindset. So, for example, if you meet a new person, ask them questions. Genuinely curious and interested questions. So don't go there with a catalog of questions that you ask every single person and that are the same questions with every single person you're talking to. But generate genuine curiosity towards someone. For instance, um if you have a new colleague and you ask them how are you and they say yeah I'm doing great. Uh, I had a lovely weekend because I did kickbox training. And if you have you don't know anything about kickboxing and even if at this time you're not interested in kickboxing at all, you better generate that interest you better generate that interest if you want to be an inclusive person, if you want to be a curious and interested person. So ask them, hey, I don't have any experience with kickboxing or martial arts, combat sports whatsoever. How long have you been doing it? Do you recommend it for someone who's doing martial arts for the first time? Or do you think I should start off with something else such as judo what do you think and even if you are actually not intending to do it ask something else oh how nice where exactly are you doing it how often in a week are you doing it and if you are not sure whether you are actually being too private and asking too private questions to someone you hardly know you can also say uh, if these are two private and personal questions so you don't have to answer, but I'm just really interested. You know, better than going to work or meeting with your circle of friends with a newbie inside, and you would just be talking to the same group of people over and over again. And you would not ask the new people. Or maybe you would ask them, and then they would be, be, be asking them, okay, how did your weekend go? Where did you go? And then they'd be like, ah, oh, yeah, I went to LA. And for you, yourself, you're thinking to yourself, I don't like LA, I actually hate LA. And then you'd be like, oh, okay, nice. And then you would move on to the next people who you already know you have something in common with because you're just in their comfort zone. It's just easier, right? (laughs) So you just stick to those people. And then you just leave those people who you feel you don't have anything in common with. And although you don't have that thing in common, maybe you can even say that. You can say, hey, I so far didn't gather that positive of an experience in LA. But yeah, maybe you can teach me something new that I don't know yet. Like, uh, Are there any places that you recommend? You seem to like going there last week you were there as well and then they'd be like okay yeah i get where that might come from like i also didn't like it five years ago but i think it's kind of growing on me you know they're just super nice mexican restaurant and blah 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 and you'd be like mexican oh my god i love mexican you know um it is so important to not be in your comfort zone and to be surrounded by people only that are naturally like you that would naturally do the same, the things the same way like you would do. Because if you're someone who is dedicated to continuous growth, continuous learning, then you also need to be having conversations with people who can teach you something new, something of value, something that can make an impact in your life. Because if you're hanging out with the same people over and over again, who know the same things like you do, who do the same same things like you do then you are unlikely to learn something new and so yeah be curious ask questions and don't be afraid of conflict don't be afraid of differences and if someone says something you cannot identify with some something you don't know something you do not agree with what about you ask more questions than that what about you be open about you know I don't agree with that, or I cannot see that, but I would love to learn more about your view. You don't have to agree with that other view, but you can ask questions. And that is a great way to actually make people feel included, because it gets to show you are interested in them as a person, and that your interest and your curiosity is not conditional. It is not under the condition that you are exactly the same. It's not under the condition that they agree with you or you agree with each other. But it's about that person, that person's mind, that person's soul that you would like to get to know. And there is nothing more beautiful than that, you guys. Honestly, when I go to a new location where I've never been before and um, someone strikes up a conversation with me, whatever that reason might be, and asks questions and it makes me feel that my answers to those questions, although he doesn't know what I'm talking about, okay? But he's still interested in what I'm saying and interested in me. So when someone asks, hey, where are you from? And I'd be like, I'm from Germany. And they'd be like, oh, Germany. You know what? I've never been to Germany at all. So what do you think? What is what is that like compared to the US? And then I'd be like, oh, you know what? In, in the US, I feel people are very friendly and they're always smiling and they're so cheerful. In Germany, I think we do take our time to build our opinion too. Uh, to actually feel positive about something. We don't jump into conclusions, be it negative or positive. And they'd be like, oh wow, that is so different. I've never experienced that. I don't get that at the moment, but that's very interesting to learn. So what would you recommend? If I go to Germany and visit, what would be the first place I should be visiting? You know, like ask questions. And these questions, I cannot give you a PDF document with questions you can ask people. You know it depends on a situation it depends on the person it depends on your relationship with that person but i believe in you and your emotional intelligence your intuition your gut feeling us humans are social beings we're not meant to be isolated by ourselves So, I trust your gut feeling that you know what questions to ask. And for that to happen, you need to train your curiosity and interest in other people, like a muscle. And the more you ask and the more interest you generate, the easier will it be actually for you. If you're someone to not ask those questions and someone to not be showing that interest in other people, and you want to get used to it, then it's absolutely fine that at the beginning you feel uncomfortable. You feel that it's not entirely you. That's absolutely normal with everything new that you're starting. Uh, But if you uh, just try, it's about trial and error. It's about training that muscle. And the more you do it, the more comfortable you feel with it. And the more it's gonna be a part of your comfort zone so do that i feel people will also feel included when you do that um also to feel to make people feel included is i've already touched upon this slightly before so let's say a person comes up to you uh, and you're speaking with another person already and you guys are speaking about a topic that only you are familiar with but the new person who, who's coming over or who's just maybe not new person but like another person's coming over but who's not on the same page like you two uh like give them a short summary of what you're actually talking about it can only be a few lines a few words what you're talking about and you know what um whenever someone does that when two people are talking and i just come over to them and i do not know what on earth they're talking about And one of them goes like, oh, yeah, we were just talking about that new burger place that opened last week over there. And we really want to go there. Have you been? If not, you know, you should join us. You know, if someone does that, I'm just thinking, oh, my God, you're such a freaking classy person. To me, a classy person is someone who actually is emotionally intelligent, who is self-aware, who is empathetic who has the intelligence to make other people feel included and my respect for that person is up there I promise and so whenever someone does that to me and for me you know it is such a that person just leading by example and that person becomes in some way a mentor for me I'm like oh my god I'm trying to be like that, I hope I am like that, and I'm so happy that I'm having real life examples here. So um, yeah, so again, to summarize, you know, um, shifting your mindset into actually wanting to generate curiosity and interest towards someone, not faking it, but actually training your mind to really being interested. Uh, and then moving over to your actions of actually asking questions. And then, you know what, uh, communicating with the other person so they are on the same page like you and the other parties so they do not feel excluded. So I understand why some people are not inclusive. Sometimes they just don't think about it. They are so focused on themselves, on their own lives, on their own goals, on their own challenges in life. I get it, we are the main characters in our lives. And if we are a parent, of course our children are also the main characters. So we look at ourselves and then we also say, you know what, life is so busy. I was too focused and too busy with my own everyday life and my children's lives that I didn't really get any time to think of other people other than me or us. You know, I get that. I 100% agree that we should be the main character in our life, right? Because you should be, as they say, putting the oxygen mask on yourself first before you actually go ahead and help other people. Because you, if you are not filling your own cup with love or self-love, you will not have anything to give to other people. Your cup should be overflowing with self-love and everything that's remaining and everything that it's overflowing from, you're going to be giving other people. You know, again, put the oxygen mask on yourself first. I'm not saying put other people 1st not saying be selfless. That will be another end of the extreme that will be so unhealthy too. So I would say, yeah, uh, that's absolutely right. If you're thinking of yourself, you're the main character for you. Go ahead and do that. But that is not an excuse and justification for you to not think of other people at all. There are other people in the world, and I do not know for how long we'll be on this planet. But imagine we're we're living for hundred years. if We're really lucky, at least. And then for hundred years, you'll be saying, "I'm too busy with myself." Like, when are you ever gonna think of other people? Then you know. So go ahead into this world. Be present. Focus on yourself, on increasing that self love, on making your goals happen. And if you're happy where you are and you don't have any goals that you want to achieve, that's absolutely fine too. Focus on what makes you happy these days and relax, you know, if that's what you're looking for at the moment. But at the same time, in life, in the course of life and in our journey, we're meeting so many beautiful, enriching, insightful people that can inspire us and teach us so much in so many areas of life and it would be such a waste and a loss and a pity if we did not get to open ourselves up for that and to to seek that curiously interested and lovingly you know There is so much that other people can add to our lives and we can add to uh, to theirs and we cannot even come up with those ideas on our own. Yes, we will come up with amazing ideas on our own. We are the masters and the artists of our lives. At the end of the day, our life is like a an empty canvas and we're the one putting the paint on it the colors and the shapes whatever we want telling our own story and sharing our own emotions feelings and thoughts but other people have their own individual perspectives in life you know and they can teach us so much and vice versa like your life could go a completely different way when you're just doing things on your own than if you actually let another person in so um do not forget that although we're living in such an individualistic society where everyone is hyping each other on content with self-improvement and always becoming a better version of ourselves you know everyone wanting to become an entrepreneur a content creator uh the next CEO, founder, the next 30 under 30 in Forbes, or whatever it is, being the fittest person ever, you know, we are so ambitious, and whatever it is, even if you're not doing any of those, but you want to just move to the countryside and have your own farm, whatever it is that you are, that you are striving for, everyone wants something, but If we actually forget that we are social beings and that we cannot do it alone, then it will be easier for us to understand what we can do to make others feel included. And also situations where we feel excluded, even discriminated, they are so helpful, you know? I realized that people who felt excluded in the past, they find it a lot easier to understand how to make other people feel included because they still remember what they needed back in the day when they felt excluded. And so to sum up, like I myself was never bullied as a student but what I did feel was that I did not have any role models who looked who I could look up to, who were like me. So I went to a school that was where there were only white, blonde, blue-eyed, wealthy people. It was a Catholic girls school with students whose parents were wealthy well-known. There were politicians, uh, celebrity surgeons, um, very successful lawyers, you know, all those typically successful, prestigious jobs they were having. And I was this person of color who was and still is so proud of her origins, Uh, But at the same time, my parents, they were loving, my family was loving, but we were never wealthy. There were even a lot of times where we're living under poor circumstances. (laughs) Um, And so although I got along with them and we respected each other, and a lot of them were my friends too, they were not people that I could relate to and I could identify with. And when I look at the teachers around us, they were all basically like them, but older, as in like in a teacher form you know so although it did not like felt bullied I and I got along well with them I would have wished that I would have had more role models like me that would kind of pave me the way of you know what is it like to be a woman of color to be in a male-dominated industry like tech that I was right I didn't really see that so um this is why for me making other people feel included is such a priority. Um, And I'm sure that a lot of you who at some point felt excluded too, um, if you put yourself back in that time, you will understand more easily uh, the importance of this. So I hope you like this conversation or monologue rather. Um, It was so important for me to to, to speak about this topic and to raise awareness of the fact that just because there are a lot of organizations and individuals out there speaking about diversity, equity, inclusion, DEI, it does not necessarily mean that there is more inclusiveness in the world today. But in order for that to happen, every single one of us needs to be able take responsibility and accountability to make it happen in action. And it happens with little things, with us being able to put ourselves in other people's shoes and be empathetic, mindset-wise, but also action-wise, have a conversation with them, kick off that conversation with them, ask them how they're doing, um, ask them questions regarding their story, and let's not project, because that story will not be about us. It's going to be about them. And even though it's a story that we cannot 100% relate to because they have other hobbies, they have a different profession, they have a different educational path than we have, that is not an excuse to not be interested. Actually, that is all the more reason to be interested because if if there's something you do not know, someone you do not know, that is super exciting because that means you have like an even greater opportunity to actually learn and grow from that. You're seeing something new outside of your comfort zone. So as you can feel from this episode, I am so passionate about this topic. Um, There are so many episodes where, or actually, sometimes I do write podcast speaking notes, sometimes I do not. And this is an episode where I actually wanted to write down notes to ensure that I share with you everything that all my advice with you that i have in my mind so i will not forget anything but then i truly ended up not doing any notes but just really speaking freely today because i want it to genuinely come from my heart and even though it would mean that i would sound so passionate and speaking so loudly uh, I trusted myself that you hearing this side of me will actually make you feel how important it is for me and hopefully it will inspire you to find inclusiveness as passionately important as I find it so yeah if you are someone who has experienced already how another person make you feel so beautifully included be it in the workplace or in your personal life i would love to learn from you what did this person actually do or say and or say to make you feel that included or if you're someone who's feeling excluded a lot what would you wish for other people to do to make you feel included? And also to you know, put the mirror in front of your face. <laughs> what can you do to include yourself as well? I think it always goes both ways. It is never a uh, one-sided interaction. It's always two people in a relationship or in any interaction. So what do you believe you can do from your side to be a part of it? to not exclude yourself out of or isolate yourself out of fear of being rejected what can you do so it's not about victim blaming here but i just want it to be as much as possible a teamwork between the parties and so please feel free to share all of that with me via the contact form that i'll be linking in the episode description and if there is any other thought you know, even if it's not advice or any story you can share with me, but just any genuine feeling, any genuine wisdom that you would love to share in inclusiveness, I'd be happy to learn from you too. So I hope you like this episode and I am super excited to welcome you to the next one. Mwah, mwah, mwah.